Hello, Red, Right, and Ridiculous listeners. Thank you for your patience for this next episode. We've been away for a little while. A few life events happened. Life happened. Life is what happens. Literal. Literal life. I had a baby. I had a kid. I had a a frog. No, you had a geodude. (laughs) Cody baby gave birth. I did. I gave birth to geodude, my kidney stone. But that's not why we've been gone. We've just been busy, but we're glad to be back, and I hope you enjoy it. Well, I'm drinking a Corona right now. Yeah? You I always did. thought... The big thing in the news right now is the uh, coronavirus, and I always thought that was the uh, illness you got after you drink too many Coronas the following day. Yeah. I think I've had the bottle flu at least 40 times. <laughs> I like that. The bottle flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so real big in the news right now is this whole coronavirus thing. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing because it's, it's a whole disease linked with SARS and, 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 and uh, Mars. I think it's linked with SARS because it just originated from China. I mean, coronavirus... The coronaviruses, you should say, they're... Viri? They're like the common cold. I mean, there's rhinovirus, there's coronavirus. They have been around for a very long time. Yeah, this particular strain seems to have uh, quickly done in a few individuals. Uh, only in China, though. Like, I think the number is up to 100 now. Right? Deaths? Yeah, deaths. Old uh, people? I wouldn't be surprised if it was elderly and if not uh, very young. Well, how many has the flu killed, did you say, this year? Uh, flu this year, I heard, had killed some, I think it was 4,000 people mm. in the U.S. alone. And that's just wow. since the beginning of 2020. So, um, I mean, the flu also being a very established kind of illness seasonally you know it's not like it originates in one spot it's it's really everywhere but um but so is coronavirus sure yeah but this particular strain seems to have come from uh from something a little different and apparently in uh bats in wuhan china Mm -hmm. uh the cdc or whatever organization yeah seems to have uh, pinned where it came from as being this uh, this wet market where they have uh, all kinds of animals um, and some of them like bats and snakes and things like that, which I just recently found out too is actually illegal for them to uh, sell in this market, which is uh, likely the culprit of how this whole thing started. So. Hmm. A wet market. Mm-hmm. Never heard that term before. It sounds kind of gross. Yeah, it it does sound kind of gross. Um, now, I, I don't think I've ever really heard anything from a wet market to a dry market, but I think uh, a wet market uh, is kind of like where they sell the meat, fish, produce, um, things like that, where a dry Not market... dry goods, like no. nuts, berries. Well, no, no, a dry market is actually things like textiles, um, more... Yeah, nothing you'd consume. Oh, okay. But things like... Uh, different effects that you could Hmm. use and take and things like that. Gotcha. So. I don't know. I read a lot about coronavirus because I was worried that I would be exposed to it, my job. 
and then when I, you know, Googled just coronavirus, I realized that, you know, a lot of the um, wipes and, and whatnot that we use already already have like a uh, resistance to, I'm sorry, will kill coronavirus. So I'm like, oh, this is something that's already been around. Like I didn't even realize that coronavirus was like rhinovirus and I've heard of rhinovirus because that's the common cold. Right. So then looked at the signs and symptoms of coronavirus and it's runny nose, cough, you know, basically your common cold symptoms. So if, you know, I was kind of taking it back. I'm like, why is it that everyone is so panicked over this particular coronavirus? But probably because there's not a vaccine for the pneumonia part of it is that so actually the news came out i saw read this morning that uh they actually have a um a vaccine now the thing is is the chinese government was able to develop it hmm. but they've come out saying that they need to test it first so <laughs> i mean if it takes as long as it takes for me to get my wish.com stuff you know we may yeah. uh we, yeah how we may hell, go we may go extinct yeah how the hell did the virus get here quicker than my Gucci belt that it wore. Right? Before. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I canceled all my orders from Wish.com. <laughs> so, I don't need anything piggybacking its way over here. It is weird, though, how quickly. But yeah. then again, it's the common cold. It is. I mean, it... so that's why I, I don't really understand why people are panicking. It must be a distraction. It must be. Must be a lot of thing things going on in the world right now that really could use our attention, but they need to draw it away. Yeah, absolutely. Something interesting too that I wanted to point out. So the U.S. now has like six or six or eight cases of, mm-hmm. of uh, one in Maricopa County. One in Maricopa County, not far from where we live. So it's probably I don't know twenty thirty miles from where we are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing that's really interesting is my wife, where she's from. There's actually a case in her town. Really? Yeah, she's in a small town in New Hampshire. Um, that I don't think a whole lot of people have heard of, really. It is a little town. It is a little town. <laughs> it is a little town. Um, but, uh, yeah, they just got a case in their uh, their hospital in town. That's weird. So, yeah, it is weird. Um, but I think the idea of, of uh, this SARS-style disease, as the media continues to um, explain it, is, is just, just shocking for some people. And that uh, it creates a scare, you know. What is SARS? Uh, severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome? Is that right? Mm. Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this virus, I think, is less uh, scary than SARS, but it appears to be spreading quicker. Yeah, it seems like... I mean, it it's, it's at 6,000 cases, and I think this thing has only really been live, I don't know, maybe in the past 10 days or so, two weeks. That's weird. Would you say? Yeah. I've That's... seen videos, though, of Chinese people that are, like, blogging, and they have to use VPNs and whatnot because mm. China is so secretive about internet and things getting out. Yes. Um, yeah. So the whole, been... the whole city of... Uh... <clears throat> Wawu. Wawu. Wee-wa, wee-ba. Um, of, uh, Wuhan is, uh, is actually under lockdown, so mm-hmm. I don't think they're letting anybody in or out. 
some interesting videos that I was able to see, and you can actually see them on like, things like Snapchat, because you know you have like the little geo thing where you can go to certain parts of the world, oh, yeah. see Snapchats that people do. And there are people taking uh, videos and stuff like that of cars driving by spraying out chemical. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So I think this disease is primarily airborne, and uh, their attempt to... Uh... So they're just like Febrezing that part of <laughs> Yeah, China. yeah, essentially. There's Lysol <laughs> the whole uh, whole city. So it's not that ninety nine point nine nine percent. This is true. Unless it is, and that's why it's, it's a here. point one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, so. that's kind of freaky. I'd hate to live in a heavily governed country like that. Yeah, I was. Uh, what the fuck is that? Like what? Like what are they spraying? And there's probably no way for them to find no, out because like, they so don't have to answer. Way, if we want to get in the conversation of chemtrails, we can. Yeah. <laughs> this is so overt. Yeah, they're actually, they're so lazy, they're just they're driving. just driving by. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fucking with your minds through drive-bys. That's it. Big fucking chemical truck drives by and just hits you with some fucking powder. Yeah, but think about that. Uh, not, not the chemtrail part, but their city's locked down. They have no access to emergency services, really, because I'm sure that the one video I saw this kid that he posted online was that um, he, like, if you dialed 911 or whatever their number is, absolutely no one will come to you because the lines are tied up. They're busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it, it's bizarre because I don't know if it's uh, a, a fabricated, uh, what, am, what am I, what I'm trying to say is like they're, like they're making it worse than I, it is. And I and there's a term for that where they uh, they create a tragedy, they create a story or whatever that gets everyone incited and, and panicked, and then they're inciting terror and they're creating their own gridlock. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> they're kind of like South Korea. Like North Korea. Oh, I'm sorry, North Korea. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, a manufactured panic, and I can't, f- and I don't understand why. I don't know if it's because of the Hong Kong protests. That's a good point, but I think it sets a really bad example as to what the government in China is doing, and the fact that Hong Kong no longer wants to be part of it. You know, I think right now Hong Kong's looking at what's going on up there and like, yeah, fuck that, I don't want to be part of this. Yeah, I think it's just solidifying their their argument. But it could be, yeah, it could be diversionary too. The fact that. Hey, we got this this crazy disease going on up yeah. here. Forget what's going on down there. They right. don't need they don't need freedom. They don't need liberty. They don't need any of that. We need tissues, like we need <laughs> tissues. Because <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah. It's just the common cold. We need and, Kleenex. <laughs> and and you're susceptible to getting pneumonia from any respiratory uh, illness if you're susceptible to it. Like if you have COPD, if you are an elderly person with a diminished immune system, if you have immune diseases, there's a lot of things that could suppress your immune system that would make you more susceptible. And I just, I don't understand the pandemonium, people panicking. It's just, I don't know. Maybe we don't have a full grasp of grasp, a full understanding of what the disease really is, and maybe the fact that it's scary because we don't have a vaccine for it. You know. Yeah, but you don't have a vaccine for the cold anyway. Sure, but 
how much more severe is this than your common cold that you get in a third grade classroom? See, and I don't think it is. I really don't. Okay. Like, so, if, you, if only 100 people... Oh, well, I'm not trying to say only 100 people died, but I would be willing to bet that those 100 people died that have died are, were already predisposed to, like, people who are on immune-suppressant um, medication. Let's for, take a look. Guys, I could certainly understand that if it developed, like, in a nursing home or something like that, and all of a sudden the nursing home gets wiped out. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, 106 dead, number of infected, almost doubling more daily. Uh, I just find it to be very weird. It is strange. I think but it, it would you, be interesting to see that demographic, to see what people are affected. Not only what people are affected, but obviously what people have passed away. and, and Yeah, what age what group. Was, what contributing, what contributed to that death. Other yeah. than that coronavirus, but right, and I'd be willing to bet that that not a single person has died who was completely healthy, and that was the only ailment they had was this coronavirus. Well, that too, and you know what? I have a theory. So I don't think coronavirus is going to last very long at all. No, because people are no, spraying. Because <laughs> no, because it's made in China. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to send it back. Yeah. We should send it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. So I'm, we made you guys uh, some blankets. Yeah, I can see. I can, I made you blankets. <laughs> I can totally see how this would work out with a doctor. So, doctor walks into the to the to the hospital room. Says, uh, "Sir, I know you're sick, and, and we're going to conduct some tests. Um, your results have come back. Um, you are unfortunately um, have been diagnosed with uh, having the coronavirus. Your 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 plane ticket is going to leave here in the next twenty minutes." So we're going to need you to pack your stuff. You're going back to China. Deport them back to China. We don't need that shit here. No, we don't. No. No. What the fuck are you doing in China eating bats? But is it really from bats? People eating bats? Apparently this particular virus comes from bats, snakes, fucking, I think, monkeys. And is typically communicable between each other but can mutate and then be transferred to humans. Hmm. So I'm not impressed. Um, I'm, it seems like a load of shit, bottom line. It's weird. No, it is really weird. Because I remember when things like the swine flu came out and the avian flu. And... That shit, I think that shit killed a ton of people pretty quick. Because, I mean, flu in, in itself is actually pretty severe when you look at what it does. Yeah. And, and you know you only get, like, the full-blown flu, like, twice in your life? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember the one time I got full-blown flu. Yeah. Never went to the doctor. Dumbest thing I ever did. That's fucking terrible. I, I feel like that was probably the closest I'd ever come to death. Really? Oh, yeah, man. I couldn't hold anything <clears throat> down for four days. Oh my god, yeah. I was I was barely drinking, couldn't eat. I lost probably 25 pounds. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I remember laying there in the bed, um, <clears throat> burning up, shaking, like tremor, shaking, hmm. thinking this is it. This is how I'm going out. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, 20, how old was I? I must have been 22. Hmm. 
Yeah. So. God, that's terrible. It was horrible. And I don't know. I, I, I never went to the doctor. I, when I was that age, shit, I don't think I went from the, to the doctor from like age 17, probably close to 28 years old. 28? 28. Yeah. <whistles> never went to the doctor, never got physicals, things like that. Holy shit. Yeah, and it was stupid on my part, of course. Because, you know, I probably had, like, fucking... Gout? No, I was just joking. Specific on her blades. I don't know. <laughs> Cleared up. Yeah, you know. Just... Ay, ay, ay. Have some well, corona. Well, if you think... Yeah. And we honestly got our drinking corona. I'll post a picture on Instagram. But there is a... If you feel like you're sick, just be a good office person. Stay home. Hydrate. Get well. You probably had the coronavirus, but who gives a shit? If you feel like you're gonna die, then just do it. Then quietly. just die, <laughs> please. Don't don't bother. Don't anyone. don't bother everyone else. Just <laughs> just go home and do it. Just okay. I don't want to have to sit. Just take work a helicopter while ride. you're sitting here feeling sorry for yourself, hacking and sneezing. You're like, oh god, uh. I don't care. Do it at home. Die if you need to. But I have shit to do, and I have to go back to work the next day. If you can't go to work, don't go to work. Do you think that Kobe had the coronavirus? Ooh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so, earlier in this week, we had a uh, an incident occur. Um, a real sad incident is a uh, helicopter crash in California. Um, wasn't there a basketball player that was on the helicopter? Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and his daughter, which is really sad. She was 13 years old. Yeah, I'm sad about that. Um, but there was a, a slew of other people who also were, uh, were in the plane. None of them survived. Um, but real unpopular opinion here. Um, I'll catch hate for this. Kobe's a rapist. He's not, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, he's a rapist. Um, people will say, well, he was never convicted. Well, either was O.J. Simpson, neither was and that OJ. guy's a fucking murderer. So, if you guys don't already know, here's a story with Kobe. Okay, at least as far as I know it and what I've read, and I remember the case when it was occurring too. So, uh, a few years back, I want to say it was like 2016, maybe. Uh, Kobe was supposed to have some knee surgery. Ended up staying in a hotel the day before, um, and apparently, some 19-year-old employee of the hotel uh, either checked Kobe in or whatever. And Kobe made the comment of, well, why don't you come back to my room and show me around the hotel? And as a, as a 19-year-old um, working in a hotel setting, um, of course probably wanting to be very hospitable and a, a good hotelier, um, offered to, uh, to do so. So when she met with Kobe, apparently she did give him a tour around the hotel. Um, at that point, uh, when she took him back to the room, he, uh, he proceeded to... Uh, force himself upon her, uh, kissing her, and ultimately uh, forcibly inserting himself into her. That was in 2003. Oh, 2003. Okay. So, uh, I think it caught up to him, though. I don't think it went... Maybe it did. It was argued in 2003. I don't know... I don't know when exactly this actually happened. The assault case began in July 2003. When um, the news media reported that the sheriff's office in Eagle, Colorado, had arrested professional basketball player Kobe Bryant in connection with an investigation of a sexual assault complaint 
filed by a 19-year-old hotel appointee. Ah, yes, 2003. So the thing about the whole, um, the whole rape mm-hmm. was they were, of course, claiming up and down that it didn't happen, it's not true, but the thing is, is she went in to get uh, evaluated at the hospital because she was bleeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nurse subsequently ruled it as, the nurse and doctor subsequently ruled it as uh, sexual assault. And uh, they, I think, initiate legal proceedings through law enforcement with that. I see. Um, but <clears throat> apparently when the investigation was continued, uh, Kobe, again, and his, his, his legal staff were like, oh, yeah, no, this, is, this didn't happen. She's, a, she's attention-seeking. She's psychotic. She's this. She's that. But it turns out that the, de- the DNA that she had, because of, obviously, the sexual assault, mm-hmm. uh, was also on his shirt. And when they tested it, it matched her DNA. And they didn't, they ruled it as not being menstrual blood. Okay. So, um, and also because of, uh, of internal injuries and things like that, they can rule it as sexual assault and not. He did, he did, uh, confess to having sexual relations, but denied the sexual assault. He claimed it was consensual. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, that's awfully violent i feel like and then there were some other issues too i i'm just skipping through the wikipedia page that uh there was dna from a caucasian male on the yellow underwear that she gave as far as uh evidence and then there was a civil case that was settled where he paid out two and a half million dollars that was with her to her yeah to her right so, and they claimed it as an undisclosed amount in another article that I had read, mm-hmm. but they estimated it at being 2.5 mil. Jesus. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's hush money is what it is. Yeah. You know. So, unpopular opinion on this, Kobe's a fucking rapist. <laughs> you know. Uh, he's, sure, he was a great basketball player, but... Um, but every person could be forgiven for their wrongdoings, and he bought a massive-ass fucking diamond to his wife. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, was confused. And, um... <laughs> that was a big-ass diamond. What? Why are you looking at the time? Can we edit this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just make it sure. Just, no, I just... We want... can cut this, like... Yeah, I want to share that you were, like, deep throat of your No, bottle. I was stirring it with my tongue. <laughs> yeah, lucky girl, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. But, um, so anyway, Kobe's a rapist. Great back. Did you watch that video I sent you about uh, JFK being shot? You didn't send me one. I didn't send it to you? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> there's no reason for you to watch it. Okay, pull up the Zapruder film. Okay. There's this dude who's dead. Of course. Of course he's fucking dead. Because everyone that has a legitimate conspiracy theory is somehow dead. That at least comes up with it. I have no information leading to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. I just want to get, <laughs> get that on phone. <laughs> but... I at no point have William... any intentions of suicidal thoughts and tendencies. Never have, never will. Nope. <laughs> this dude, William Cooper... Don't suicide me. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This dude, William Cooper, um, he was a conspiracy theorist about the JFK assassination. 
And uh, this video was passed on to me by my buddy Scotty Build, who, by the way, I want to get on the podcast. He's got a very interesting story about the Phoenix Lights because he was at okay. Luke Air Force Base while this was going on. Oh, okay. Air Force veteran, so I'd love to have him on the show. Anyway. Okay. So, so he shared this video. Do you have the, is it like the high def? It doesn't matter. Just play it. See if this it's about like frame oh, three just, from the movie. thirteen or something like that. His theory is obviously the government was involved with the assassination. Um, and if you look at like frame three fifteen, the driver turns around and fucking shoots him right in the fucking head. Here, let me uh I, I want to send you a, a, a different... So, if you look at the driver, he turns around right there. Boom! Holy shit! He's got yeah, a pistol. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, so look at slow-mo. So, go ahead and look at Zapruder film slow-mo. Maybe this one has this. It is absolutely insane. Now, I've seen this Zapruder film probably like a hundred times. Yeah, I've seen it a ton of times. Zoomed in, slow motion, stable. High quality Zapruder film. Okay. And it's arguably the best evidence that I have that this dude very well could be right. So if you look right at... He turns around. Pistol. Boom. Oh, yeah. What the hell? (laughs) There's a bunch of things that make sense here, too. It's like... It's why Jackie is trying to get out of the back of the car. She gets out of the back of the car, but it also makes sense to me because you have a massive wound to the rear of his head. Yeah, like an exit wound. Yeah. yeah. Where's uh? Let's you know what? I'm gonna look up uh, post mortem photos of JFK. Yeah. So anyway, um, William Cooper, he was like a naval intelligence employee supposedly, uh, but nonetheless had had access to some documentation so what you're reading about the autopsy report? yeah there was an, uh, a picture here that talks about the different theories from different uh, individuals apparently doctors in dallas believe that the uh the entry room entry wound was basically through the front portion of jfk as well his, his secondary shot that was through his throat and neck uh and the back of his neck um but the FBI version of it seems to assume that the wound came from the rear of his head, uh, bullet turned upward towards the top, and then uh, it, it just simply shows a puncture wound where his his, his other shot was uh, by, between his shoulders, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it shows Navy here, and I don't know what the, the reference to, to Navy view here is, but it's... It reflects very much like the FBI's version does, uh, from the rear forward. But uh, but interesting that that um, doctors would assume that no these these shots came from the front of him. You know, rather than the rear. Yeah, rather than the rear. So, and I'm wondering if that again that has to do anything with the the large cavity that was left in the rear of his head. You know. Because the exit wound is typically larger than, than an entry wound, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So. I don't, I don't believe the uh, 
Lee Harvey Oswald version of the story at all. You don't think he killed him? Do you think he put himself there at all? Do you think he was just convenient because he defected himself to the Soviet Union? I think he was a convenient patsy, and uh, the CIA and FBI had been doing surveillance on him for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that it had come out that there was a cover-up with the uh, documentation that was released about the investigation, that they had been surveilling him because they were afraid that he would assassinate the president. Mm-hmm. So they tried to hide all that so they didn't have the blame that you know they were responsible for Kennedy's death. That's the quote-unquote official story. That sure. they were trying to m- not make it look like they had failed their duty of protecting the president. Right, and I think this is also kind of a really um, uh, important time for the FBI also. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're coming right out of the whole uh, J. Edgar Hoover thing where he was found to be embellishing a lot of uh, a lot of the the crimes and the way that they were conducting surveillance uh, in order to create value for their agency. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of kind of a yeah a um, damage control mission, if you will, in that sense. Right, and I think it was well planned as well as far as that route, uh, knowing that. Lee Harvey Oswald worked at that uh, book suppository building. Mm-hmm. So they could have easily picked that route. There are supposedly pictures of him on the bottom floor in the doorway of that mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. during the motorcade. I just don't think that that turn, as far as like a sniper's point of view, would have been the most opportune time. No. They, they, there was a street. The street coming straight for the building... Where there's no deviation, that would have been the time to fire. I think we have to do an on-location podcast. Yeah, just we'll have go to go. There, yeah, we'll to have the to window. go. Yeah, absolutely. We can t- we can talk it through. You can jog the street, and I'll see if I could. <laughs> if maybe maybe I can pick you off from here. But <clears throat> I think um, I think the other thing too was the fact that uh, the rifle that he used, you know, bolt uh, action. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a I think it was a Italian Carcano rifle that. Uh, that killed the president. Was it Carcano or was it a Mauser? No, it was a Carcano. Okay. Um, actually, I can tell you for sure in just a moment. Sure. Um, but a bolt-action rifle firing off those rounds in succession to a moving target, it just, it just doesn't make sense. And then the other part of this whole thing, if you don't you know, fully believe that the driver had fired that shot mm-hmm. um the secret service is trained to swerve trying to accelerate when they hear shots and the driver was uh of irish descent um and he was quoted saying that or her his son was quoted saying uh, you know what they they asked him like what does your father think about the president and he opens up with well He's a staunch Protestant, and Jack Kennedy was a Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. So, I don't know if that kind of hatred would carry on for the the murder of him, but oh, I don't know. Well, the rifle itself was a uh, a it was an Italian Carcano. Okay. In six point five. Six point five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and there were there were photos of uh, of Oswald 
when he purchased the rifle too, like in his front yard. Hmm. So I think that's how they kind of were able to. I don't know how they would link, link him it. to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know back then if they really did um, tracking where it was serialized numbers were linked to certain individuals. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's how it worked back then. But uh, but I do know that this is also what kind of prompted the whole uh, keeping the president concealed inside yes. of the vehicles now. Right. Um, and as to what we now know as the beast, which is that big nasty Cadillac looking thing, you know? Yeah. That's uh, damn near bomb proof, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. But very bizarre. And I, I wish I knew more about... Uh, the the details of Kennedy. I there's a lot of people have read books that would obviously mm. completely. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's the picture of uh, of uh, Oswald yeah. with the rifle. Hmm. Interesting. And there was an interesting movie too put out. I think it's uh, I think it's just JFK, where they talk about Oswald and uh, his uh, his moments right up to him. To the assassination of the president. Hmm. So. Not saying the guy's, you know, was a American hero. No, he did defect himself to while in the Marine Corps to uh, to Soviet Russia. I don't know how long he stayed there or how he even got back to the U.S. and and what have you. I want to say his wife was probably. uh, I think he met his wife in Russia. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then ended up bringing her back. And then the the mafia crime family portion of uh, the Kennedys, you know, having to do with the prohibition and oh sure, yeah. There's there's a number of theories with them, the Cubans, with Cubans. Uh, the CIA, mm-hmm. the FBI, the fact that the Vietnam War was what what was going on with that too, you know, so. Absolutely horrible time to be president. Oh, God. Cold War, Cubans, which is, I guess, part of the Cold War, but nonetheless, very difficult time to be president. Yeah. Um, but Jackie Jackie decided to wear that uh, Chanel suit for the rest of the day. Oh, God. Covered in brain matter? Covered in brains, blood. She said... And I quote, I want them to see what they did to Jack. I want them to see what they did to Jack. Yeah, who? It's a great question. Like the American people? Was that what she was referring to? I don't know. She referred to I, remember, I remember my dad telling me about Jackie. And uh, saying like she was a babe back then. Like she was... She was like... Like the opposite of Michelle Obama. Michael? Mike Michael Obama. Obama. <laughs> Michael Obama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's just his 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 relationships to John F. Kennedy with uh with Marilyn Monroe and stuff too, mm-hmm. you know. And how she ended up dead. Yeah, yeah. Mysterious overdose, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. That was quote. a common one. Yeah. I mean Kennedy had a lead overdose. Technically. This is very true. <laughs> uh, people talk about how like gaining weight will kill you. Just a few grains of lead. <laughs> That'll do it to you. It's true. No way to keep... Yeah. 
don't know, there's a whole thing about the magic bullet theory too, like yeah, but you know what you, you consider too. Hold on, but okay. So I'm also going to talk about this. The guy that was sitting, I think, in front of the in front of the president. Yeah, the in front governor. Of the president, the governor. He got struck in the back. Yeah, or in the chest. I think in the back. In the back. So, what's your theory on that? I well, I'm I'm all about the multiple shooter theory. Oh, okay. Like truly. On the grassy knoll. And- yeah, the Umbrella Man, the Grassy Knoll. Uh, maybe someone was up there. Random the aerial gunfire, you know. Book Suppository Building. I mean, <laughs> it could have been three or four shooters. Yeah. Because again... Can you imagine, like... I feel like it's like a movie setting, though. Like, you're an assassin, and you're going to, like, assassinate someone, because, you know, that's your fucking job. <laughs> and there's, like three other people there do the same thing mm-hmm. it's like well fuck yeah who's who's responsible do we but, flip a coin <laughs> but they they say there's also bullet holes all over that car I wonder if it's on display a car is on display uh, yeah okay yeah a, a car a car is on display there <clears throat> and then that's that's where the whole term conspiracy theory came from was uh, CIA trying to discredit people by coming up with conspiracy theories yeah. of his death. That is where that term was coined from. Hmm. I really do believe, though, that we had our hand in that. I mean, there's what was that? Operation Northwoods? The declassified thing where we were going to hijack a plane and uh, bomb a high populated city and blame it on Cuba like our own government was going to do that and that wasn't that long ago and that was actually during the Kennedy presidency oh god God. have you heard of that? I I have I have it's terrible but you really do have to question everything like what if that if that was a, a legitimate plan Mm-hmm. that they published what's to say that they didn't shoot the president what's to say they didn't fly planes into the nine, you know twin but towers but who coordinates them like who's the one who runs the country yeah great question you know like maybe yeah maybe there's maybe there's a pilot to this plane but at any moment someone's gonna hit autopilot mm-hmm. who is who is it? Who is Q? Yeah, you could say it's uh, the Rothschilds, George Soros. Oh, God almighty. Golly. I don't know. There's a bunch of theories, but it, it is frightening. There was another thing, uh, actually, recently that I read about, too, where the CIA was doing that, attempting to manipulate U.S. citizens. And that was mm-hmm. Operation Mockingbird. Okay. Where they were manipulating, and it happened. It's happening now, and I don't think it really has anything to do with the CIA or any agency. We're doing it naturally. Is uh, is the spread of propaganda to influence certain individuals mm-hmm. um, to think a certain way? Mm-hmm. You know, it's happening now. To say it's not is the fact you're fucking Sandra Bullock and fucking Bird Box, if that's the case, you know. But. 
Um, no, look at look at the, the the stark differences between CNN, MSNBC, to Fox News, to Breitbart, to all this other stuff. Fox. You know, everyone is painting their narrative of of what happened or what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, the way I see it too is like there's an image of uh, of, of um, not Prince Harry. What's his name? I don't. I can't think. I stopped caring in 1776. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> so the older brother of the two. William? William. Uh, but him, and there's a camera angle. It looks like he's given the finger to a bunch of people, but a secondary camera angle actually shows him holding up, like, the number three using his pinky, ring finger, and middle finger. Oh, I see. So it's all perspective. So it's perspective, yeah. But I think some people just... Uh, I don't know. They, they purposely attempt to... Manipulate, and this is a CIA. Yeah, Operation Mockingbird itself, I think, was actually uh, early fifties. Mm. So, uh, propaganda purposes, funded student and cultural organizations and magazines as front organizations. So, what their specific mission was mentioned: CIA family jewel reports, uh, declassified report released, involved wiretapping of two American journalists in several months in the. For several months in the 1960s. Blah, blah, blah. But I think it was just an attempt to... See how they can control? You know, one thing I do want to touch on okay. is... Uh, the meme culture that we have. Okay. Right okay. I, I really don't like... I mean, Kobe Bryant... You know, being killed in that uh, helicopter crash and his daughter, I feel sad for... I mean, it, it is sad. Like, I, I didn't really believe it at first. Yeah. And then um, I feel terrible for his wife. Sure. I really do. Yeah. I mean, that's sad. You Somebody that... Yeah. But, but the uh, the memes that came out within hours of his death, like, yeah. I saw, like, roasted meat and... A bunch of different helicopter crashes and jokes and it like that part disgusted me like I didn't really find that funny I thought it was very distasteful and I see more and more and more of that being spread with this meme stuff and it's just it's kind of frightening to me a little bit like how could you be so insensitive it's still a fucking human being yeah you know I think of it I think of the start of where this all kind of came from, at least in my generation. Mm-hmm. I remember real early, freshman year of high school, there was a website that opened up called School Scum. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Kind of, yeah, now that you say that. Yeah, so <laughs> if you don't know what that was, and I assume that not many people do, was it was a website where you could select your state, select your city, then select your school. And it was a, like a, bre- it was a gossip forum. Oh, yeah. So people would... Talk shit about people at that school. Yeah, yeah. They would post like, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so. Are they gay? (laughs) You know? And you'd click it, and then people could just anonymously start fucking talking about it. Like a thread about this dude being gay. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh... God, that's scary. It led up to, like, multiple kids, like... Committing suicide. Committing suicide, and then... Uh, whatever the government law enforcement got involved the website got shut down or whatever oh that's too bad because I wanted to go back <laughs> go <from> back <laughs> yeah yeah um, 
But uh, it was really interesting kind of seeing that, at least from what I remember, being the start of it all. Um, and then I started seeing... Then MySpace came along. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure MySpace was probably before that. Zynga. Zanga, yeah. Zanga. Zanga. Oh, God, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Zanga. And, uh, and social media really started. Um, and as soon as social, social media started, people could talk shit and not be standing in front of the person. Right. You know, so it's like people started getting brave at the things that they would... Computer war or keyboard warriors. Yeah, at brave at the things they would type. Yeah. You know. Because there was... There was no repercussion if... There exactly. was no punch in the face following your hit of the enter button. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So, um, and then slowly that developed into Facebook. Then Facebook developed into these, these memes that uh, oftentimes are actually quite genius. But, uh, yeah, and, and to your point... Very is, derogatory. Is very derogatory, very insensitive... Not that I find myself as a politi- politically correct person. I mean, I find humor in just about anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there were some things that were like... That I find myself as a calloused individual who doesn't... I don't know. I'm relatively thick-skinned. And mm-hmm. The shit rubs me the wrong way sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah. When you're a shit person who's willing to... To talk shit about somebody's dead father, dead... Daughter. Daughter, or whatever. I mean, I'll call out Kobe as a rapist. Sure. But that was ongoing. Yeah. I... Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of where I'm coming from, too. Where, you know, I, I have thick skin. I, but there are a lot of things that are said and and done on the internet that... Like, the these memes I saw of him... It, you know, it just kind of reminded me of exactly the way you put it. You know, just... There's no accountability because it's a random meme that gets distributed and it can go viral within minutes and you don't really know who was the author of that original meme and so it's just those things. But but again, like it gets spread because other people are finding it humorous and everyone's humor is different, but I mean, that's still a fucking person. Like, and I think that celebrities... I don't really feel that much remorse for them, but at the same time, like, there's still a grieving mother, there's still a grieving wife, there's still a human being, and I don't know. I don't I, know. I th- maybe I'm just being sensitive, but I just thought that was really fucked up. Yeah, I think, I mean, in my mind, I, it's certain people, I don't care if you do it. Like, it is what it is, but at the very beginning of it, like, in that same situation, and we're just using Kobe as an example because it's recent, but yeah. like in that same incident, his 13-year-old daughter, you know. Yeah, who didn't live a life. No. Yeah. Or the other three people that I still don't know their names that were... I think they were... The pilot a few of them, and then... Yeah, the pilot. A few of them were on her basketball team. Okay. His daughters. And then uh, one of them, I think, was a baseball player with the Oakland A's. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, on a lighter topic, you were telling me about this Japanese soldier that 
didn't surrender after World War II. And I've heard about him before. Hiro, uh... Hiro Onoda. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy, he was, um... Part of the Imperial Japanese Army Intelligence. Um, and, uh, during World War II, he was, uh, essentially dropped off in the Philippines and just left. Him and, like, I don't know, maybe... A squad? Yeah, like a squad of guys. <clears throat> and, uh... He was he was dropped off on uh, on a boat. No, I think he, he. You know, maybe so. I think they just dropped him off on a boat and said, "Here, hold this position." Um, he was given specific instructions uh, not to take his own life because I think Japanese tradition is like if you yeah. You don't surrender, you or don't if you're surrender. going to be captured, then you have to take your own you, life. You do so on your own accord, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, suffer great dishonor, what have you. Dishonor! And, uh... So, uh... I think his, uh... His initial... Drop-off... Um... I think was, uh... In 1945, was it? That's late. That is late. That is really late. That can't be right. I mean, it's it's possible. No, 1944. 1944, okay. when he was uh, ordered to stay on a uh, Lu, looks like Lubang uh, Island in the Philippines. Okay. Um, and uh, his job, primarily being intelligence, mm-hmm. was to gather as much information as possible about uh, forces that may be coming to that area. So. Um, like our occupation of those islands, or something. Yeah. So his instructions were a not to not to take his own life in the event he was captured or anything like that. Okay. Um, his and also to survive uh, off the land by all means necessary. So raiding the locals, um, whatever flora he could forage off of, he would. And um, was he given orders to like not engage enemies either, unless they? Like to... You know, I'm not certain about that. That's uh, that's an interesting question. Um, like just to keep quiet. Let's see. Anyway, so he he was dropped off on this island, and and then he spent what like it was like thirty years, I guess, evading capture. Thirty years. This guy stayed on this island. Um, Thinking the war was still ongoing. <laughs> yeah, right. So God up, dang, like the amount of stress. The amount of stress, but you gotta hand it to this guy, man. Like, thirty years of dedicating your. I'd life. love to see him on naked and afraid. You know what I mean, like he was <laughs> for thirty years. I mean, he wasn't like naked, I guess, but he was living off the land for that long. Yeah, he um. Let me take a look real quick. These poor villagers. These poor villagers, yeah. So, so as far as I understand, too, these villagers were constantly raided by uh, him and his squad. <laughs> yeah. Who, um... Who, uh... Like, were trying to get rice and, and other supplies uh, for them to survive and, and retreat back into the, uh... But did the rest of his squad die, or did they, like, get Everyone the memo? else died, yes. Uh, everyone died. One surrendered, I believe. Really? Yeah, one surrendered uh, because after raiding a village, um, the police in the area, 
they got in a gunfight with them. And I think one of them was shot and ended up surrendering. Oh, okay. With the police. But uh, but this particular guy, Onoda, he, uh, he just evaded snuck capture. back. Yeah, he had capture and snuck back in for <laughs> X amount of years afterwards. God dang. Yeah. Um, so the... Uh, can you imagine how bonkers that fucking is? Man, like, I can't. I cannot imagine fucking war still going on. I can't. I can't imagine like the the dialogue going on in his head. Like, God, I'm so fucking bored right now. When are they gonna come back for me? <laughs> because his, his the officer who dropped him in there told him initially, like, do not like we will come back for you. Okay. We will find you. We will come back for you. Yeah. And one... not that they not that they didn't attempt to communicate with him because they didn't they didn't necessarily come back for him. They Dude, dropped a I bunch don't... of leaflets from an airplane saying the war was over, and he thought it was a he thought it was a a, a trick. You know what? I can acknowledge what he was going through because my parents said that like we'll come back for you, and then they forgot me at school, <laughs> and like I and I sat in front of the school for hours, oh, waiting to be picked up. That's awesome. And, and it felt like an eternity back then, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine like my mom dropping me off at school and then just not for like thirty years. Like, I'm still in fifth grade. Yeah, so... (laughs) I guess on two different attempts, they tried to drop these leaflets on this guy to get him to come out. Yeah. And the the first one was just, like... It was just uh, a pamphlet saying, uh, Anora, the war is over. You can come out of hiding. We lost. I don't know if they flat out said that. But... (laughs) Just wait until you see what home looks like now. We got nuked. (laughs) We got fucking nuked. Um, but, uh, so they, they dropped leaflets a second time. I don't know the time frame between them dropping them though. But in these, this next set of leaflets, it had, uh, photos of his family as the Japanese attempt to be credible to him saying, realizing that he might think that it's, uh, like the Americans trying to get him out. Right. So... They uh, they dropped leaflets, families, and everything, and he still didn't believe it. He's like, no, they're they captured they're really my family. trying to get me. Like yeah. they're working real hard to get me. So, um, so he held in. He like he held up. He, like, didn't come out of hiding. Uh, continued to raid these villages. Gotten shootouts with locals. Uh, some of his teammates uh, ended up getting uh, getting shot by locals, killed by locals. Um, how, you know, and it makes me wonder, like, how he was able to, like, continually get ammunition. You know, it's funny, because when they... So... When they finally roost him out, you know, like, hey, this is for real. Yeah. The war is over. It's been 30 goddamn yeah, years. great job. You did wonderful. Um, they, um... He handed up. He, they sent his commanding officer, who told him, "We will come back for you." <laughs> they sent him because he wouldn't believe anyone else. They knew that, so they sent him in because if he kills him, it's his fault. You know, right? Yeah, this <laughs> is <laughs> a trick. And uh, they um, they sent him, relieved him of his duties. And there's a real famous photo, actually, of him handing his rifle over to this commanding officer, who's now fucking twenty years. Like, you know, 30 retired. years older. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but he hands over his rifle, and apparently with his rifle, he had a ton of hand grenades 
he had over 500 rounds of ammunition. What? Yeah. For his, uh, <clears throat> for his, uh, Arasaka Type 99 rifle. And, uh, he, uh, which apparently was in uh, still immaculate condition. <laughs> which is, which is actually noted in a lot of the, uh, the things that I was reading. It's like, wow, you've been out here for 30 years, your rifle looks great. Dude probably looked like shit. <laughs> Hey, I mean, if you got a tool and you're the weapon, but like, it work. how sad! Like he wasted his whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, did he ever get married or have kids? Oh yeah, he was married. Show? Yeah. Oh, he was still married even through well, his thirty. Okay, when he was originally sent to the um, Philippine Islands, to the islands, he was actually seventeen years old. Okay. Yeah. So he's forty-seven now. Like, uh, when he surrenders, I When guess. he surrenders, yeah. He's 47 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He spent an entire, like, like I said, like, career. What did he, oh, okay, so when he, uh, when he was picked up, like, did they award him at all? I mean, that does <laughs> seem to be, like, a pretty, like, amazing, I mean, he would have to get a military retirement. Yeah, he probably got, he like. He spent 30 fucking years in. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. I'm wondering if they ever stopped sending him a paycheck. <laughs> he must have amassed a fucking hundred thousand dollars out there. With like ba and yeah. <laughs> all the other I don't shoot. know what they pay their military or whatever, but I mean, at what point were they like Do he, we, like there's a guy literally sitting behind a desk looking at like his file saying, Do we stop sending this check? Yeah, it must be. Like, I'm sure a lot of our vets are like, I wonder if he qualifies for a disability. <laughs> Probably only for 20%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> only 20% of combat. <laughs> Service-related. God. Bullshit. Yeah, so... But he ended up getting married. Yeah, he did. Um, he got married in 76. <laughs> you know, I mean... You're a prime bachelor. It's not like you have a whole lot of experience with women. Like, <laughs> at the age of 18, 17 years old, you've been he stuck on a fucking t- island. He must have had terrible hygiene. Teeth. I'm sure his teeth oh, were God. Rotten. Yeah. Sure. I get it. Oh, I have bad teeth. <laughs> That's sad. I mean, he was out of his prime for making kids. Did he have kids? Mm, you know what? Not to my knowledge. Oh, man. Yeah. We need people like that in the gene system. No kids. Like, that is rugged, bro. You know, that's... Let me tell you about the statistic that came out of Chicago, okay? <laughs> New York. New York. No, I'm not going to tell you about that statistic, but... I think we all know where you're going with that. Yeah. But that guy is a fucking animal. And I feel... I really do. I feel I feel bad for him. But how old did he live till? 91 old? years old. That's impressive. So, it's like, you consider his overall health living there, and... I, I like to think that it probably benefited him. You know, he wasn't exposed to the life of, um, of, of, um, gluttony. No, no, no. Of, uh, like processed things like foods or, um, pollution in the city. He was on an island. Sure. You know, <laughs> in, in, I can't imagine. Other than like maybe fucking scurvy or something like that. Yeah, malnourishment. Yeah, you know, 
coming about him, which would be interesting to learn too, to see what uh, ailments he may have contracted back in then. But he wrote an autobiography? He did write an autobiography. Is it in English? They have an English version on uh, on Amazon, yes. And uh, the book's called No Surrender. So. Yeah, I'd like to read that. I would too. I would be very interested in seeing first account as to what he experienced. Um, yeah. And apparently the, uh, the one that's on Amazon is the only one in English, it says. Hmm. Yeah. So. Sounds like a very disciplined dude, though. Disciplined. Like keeping his rifle clean. Perseverance and. Yeah. You gotta you gotta think of what was going on in his mind sitting on this island. You know, I don't know at what stage like the final person in his squad was was uh was gone. Taken or dead Yeah, or whatever the case may be. But like how long he sent spent by himself. You know. Cause I can only assume he didn't talk to anyone. You know, everyone suspect at that point. Yeah. You know, he goes into these villages, they're going to know who he is. Mm-hmm. So he can't, he can't socialize, per God, se. Dang, that's going to be crazy. I'd be surprised, you know, I'd be surprised if it's like one of those cases where somebody's so secluded from people, or a culture or whatever, that they lose their ability to speak. Yeah, become like a feral yeah, person. Yeah, right. Yeah, dude. Feral children are weird. I remember learning about that I in sociology. That yeah. Uh, like that that one girl that was kept outside and then she started acting like a dog mm-hmm. um, the person that I don't know was it, were they raised by wolves or something like that or ended up in a wolf pack I don't know but yeah they, they have no connection but I, I think it's different with the developmental stages of a child versus like a person that's an adult that ends up you know, secluded and isolated like that guy was. Mm-hmm. Very bizarre, though. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what steps were taken after he was recovered. Um, I mean, it being mid-70s or whatever, late 70s, I can't imagine there was a whole lot of, are you okay? Like, let's evaluate you right yeah, now. Yeah, you probably just... Was told to go right to work. Hey, Toyota. Uh, <laughs> here's part of your back pay. We're still trying to rebuild a couple cities, so. <laughs> you didn't live in Nagasaki or Hiroshima, did you? You know what? Let's see where he lived. Oh man, <laughs> that would be a shell shock, huh? Oh god! Can you imagine when somebody broke the news to him? By the way, this is what happened 30 years ago. <laughs> we got nuked. Yeah, we got nuked a year after. Can you imagine how disappointed... Wait, can you imagine how disappointed he is that he waits 30 fucking years on an island, alone, just to find out you lose? (laughs) (laughs) A year... A year after you landed on the island, you lost. You know what I mean? Like, he, he wasted 29 fucking years of his life. Oh... God dang, man, that's tough. It says he was an, entre- an entrepreneur afterwards. Yeah, for what, like tent and I survivor? Because he wrote a book. Survival gear. An author. <laughs> Not a survival gear. 
the anarchist cookbook. I'd take his advice about like camping and living off the land and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, if it lasts, if it worked thirty years. I mean, what are you looking up? What am I looking up? Yeah. I gotta pee so bad. Well, on that note, I think that was a good way to say thank you for listening and thank you for your patience. Appreciate y'all. I, uh, I think that we're going to be doing this more common and uh, more frequently for you all. Hopefully no more hiatus at this point. But anyways, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, all.